Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark movies. And I'm Ben Ayers, and I like them. And this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. (laughs) Deck the Hallmark is this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Oh, man. It's a good day, buddy. It is a good day. It's a good day. Fresh. We've all just graduated from Hallmark University. And new it feels year, right. New us, new degree. New degree. Hallmark. What'd you University. get your degree in? Um, I think it was in uh, it was uh, meat cutes. Ooh. I got my degree as a major in meat, meat cutes. I really like uh, that. A minor in hot chocolate dispensary. <laughs> oh, I like that. Hot chocolate a lot. dispensary. I'm a whipped cream boy with a little bit of white chocolate and peppermint. I know that about you. And I no. learned that through Hallmark University. That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> we we just made that we just made that course available. Actually, the speed at which you completed it <laughs> blew right. our top yeah. up. We had to make exactly. it right away. How many uh, how many people do you have going through the course right now? It's considering it's only been open for a week. It's been very impressive how many people graduated at the speed at which they're graduating. It's the yeah, University really... of Phoenix of TV universities, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I say that having a degree from there. Yeah. Uh, and well, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this. This is these. these Anybody who's receiving these are alumni. They've already gone. That's right. The That's work right. has already yeah. been done. Yeah. These are alumni. Spikes. This isn't about charity. This is about repping your your university. That's your exactly swag. right. Correct. Uh, ben Ayers, it's a it's a pleasure to have you on the show, sir. Um, we we got to meet in person at Christmas Con in New Jersey, and Brandon met you before I did. And I went up to Brandon when I got there because I was running late, and he goes, Benjamin Ayers. This dude looks a lot like unbel- like he in person. This dude is just crazy attractive. That's what and, I said. Uh, and, That's I, true. and I want to ask you, Ben, how does it feel for Brand to think you're ugly on TV? <laughs> I think that feels really good, and I, that's I, that's sort of the way I like to go. Most people say you look lighter and better on camera. I like to look better in person, which is because that's the uh, thing. Like on camera, you have a whole crew like working on you. Like their whole thing is like we're supposed to like amplify. Uh, uh, hard pass. Give me Ben Ayers in person via hug all day long and twice on Sunday. The the amount of times I have to spend, I, and it's probably at least an hour before every time action is called to just try to make it look worse. You know, really kind of do their job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can I tell you what it is? Is is I actually agree with Brand. You look great both, but in person, I was like, man, this guy. It's because you're tall. Oh. And most of the Hallmark actors, love them dearly, aren't tall. Well, fellas. And I think it's a camera angle situation is what I think it is. That's my working theory on this. Is well, that- I think I think also we, you know, it was nice to meet you guys in person. And I believe I said the same thing. You are way taller than I yeah. thought and you're shorter than I thought. Yeah. Your head belies everybody. Was, was <laughs> I, I thought you were six foot seven. That's what I thought I was going to meet you. You've got the head of a six foot <laughs> seven. I have a head of yeah. that. Yeah. That is actually accurate. Yeah. I will say I got a hat yeah. for Christmas, and it's the first time I've ever received a hat that fit me. Right. So it was a pretty big Christmas for me. That's, That's right. how big my head is. I also have a weird torso, but 
That's we'll get to here. it later. That's, that's either here nor there. Yeah, there's, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's a lot to talk about since the last time we talked to you. You've done some movies and you've uh, done some uh, other things. You've uh, started a college and whatnot. We'll get to that. Um, I want to talk really quickly about the Lifetime movie that I saw you in because it's like I've never. It's like it's something I've never seen you in before, which was um, a little demon daughter lighting the house on fire. Yeah. Um, that was different for you, right? Like that had to be a fun change of pace. What was the that called? Like Bride of Chucky? What was it? Bad Seed Two. Bad so they made the original Seed Bad Seed in the fifties. She was right. nominated and won an Oscar for that. Then they did a reboot of it with uh, McKenna Grace, who plays the child in that. And she's then, fantastic. She's fantastic, and she's you know been doing a lot lately. And during the pandemic, her and her father, who's who's uh, an orthopedic surgeon, decided that they needed to you know in the downtime try to write something and they looked at all the projects she'd done and they're the ones who wrote the sequel to the oh, wow. scene. and they did it more as a theatrical release originally so it was very gory and quite intense and then because lifetime did the original one they were like well you know we would be willing to do it if you could kind of change it up a bit and uh i got a call quite last minute to, to fly to vancouver to, to shoot that and it, it, it was a very nice change of pace, you know, compared to what I've been doing at Hallmark. And at that point, I had just finished the Christmas movie. I think I had just done You, Me, and the Christmas Trees. Yeah. And I was like, all right, it was kind of done for the year. And then, like, last minute kind of got that call. And to get to go out and, and, and play in that world. Um, but the funny thing was, it was a lot of the same crew from You, Me, and the Christmas Trees. <laughs> so, oh, it was like, <laughs> so it was like all the same camera crew, but everything was just darker. They're like, we'll just turn everything down. So, uh, yeah, it was it, it was really fun to get to kind of bring her vision to life um, and work with a director I hadn't worked with before out of Montreal. Uh yeah, it was it was cool to have that change. Well, there is some um, a, a car problems in both of those movies, so you got those yeah. similarities. So yeah, right one, on. one, one car is a crash, you. one crashes in on top of you. When so. we say when we say last minute, like how many days before shooting did you get that call? Okay, so this is funny. They they want they the the character was actually supposed to be a Cuban character actor. Oh. So I get a call and they're like, uh, they want you to come play this. He's Cuban. I'm like. <laughs> I'm not Cuban. They're like they're aware of that, and I'm like, I, like I'm, ha I'm happy to play it. Like I'll play any character. However, do they know that I'm not? They're like they do, and I was like, okay. So moving forward, I just want to. Can he just maybe be if he's not he's Cuban. a professor as he was? Yeah, not. And they turn him into a Cubophile. He just loves Cuban culture. Okay, great. Yeah. Loves the cars of the thing, and that's kind of what they ended up changing it into and i found out right before i got there the reason it all happened so quickly and he was cuban was because the role was written for and supposed to be played by ricky martin what oh my gosh <laughs> man which so here's the deal when they're you lucky to ricky, have you when you don't get ricky martin we that's all right. know who you call that's right you know i, I have said ben airs your ace up if I can't live La Vida Loca, I'm going to live La Vida Ayers. Oh, that's, that's good. That's, that's really good. Um, uh, you you have Ricky Martin type on your uh, you on your, yeah, on yeah, your yeah. yeah, you so, play a Ricky Martin type. Ricky Martin type. That's what you yeah, do. I've got the two things. It's like, can play Billy Zane type and Ricky Martin type. <laughs> the uh, I got the, uh, I, that call was literally like Friday. I flew out Sunday and started shooting Tuesday. That, wow. that was the fast one. And yeah. then I just did one. So when I met you guys at the convention, uh i had flown from vancouver i just wrapped a fall harvest movie flew out on the thursday and then saw you guys on the friday so uh, i had 
and that one because I'd already shot the Christmas movie. I did Long Lost Christmas with Taylor yes. and then got a call, you know, coming back to Vancouver to shoot a movie. And I was like, already, you know, usually we get one Christmas movie of the year if you're lucky. And I was like, well, what are we, sh- what would we be shooting right now? It's going to be a Christmas movie. Like, no, it's fall harvest because there's still leaves on the tree. So that one was, I got a call on a Thursday, left on a Sunday, started shooting on the Wednesday. Wow. So some, they're very fast turnarounds, especially if it's, you know, seasonal dependent or you're filling in for Ricky Martin. So it's like, uh, just depends on, on the situation. But we had, I think five days where, you know, there was still sun and there was no snow on the ground in Vancouver where we can shoot corn mazes and the leaves falling and all that kind of stuff. So, so you've already shot a fall harvest man, movie for next Hallmark year. Hallmark is doing This is it. new yeah. Hallmark, man. I don't know. I know, man. <laughs> yeah. We're like a year, a year ahead. I don't love I don't it. know what's going I love on right it. now. Um, that, that's exciting that, because fall harvest has turned into not fall harvest. So the fact that we're shooting yeah. movies with leaves on the, on the trees is very exciting. This year's fall harvest. There's like one where a bunch of girls decide on a girlfriend's summer getaway. There's like one yeah. in Florida where the Pena Vegas are like, like getting in a rock band. Like there's no, there's like one fall harvest movie was a Taylor Cole movie. Like yeah. everything else wasn't autumn at all. So right. they're committing this year, committing to the Yeah, band. which is which is good because it's a big, you know, I think people love those movies and they use, they tend to not make many of them every year, as you said. And when they do, it's not really fully about the fall harvest. So, you know, I think there are going to be a few of them this year, uh, more than, than normal, which is which is great. When you get, I know we got stuff to talk about, but now I'm just curious. When you get a call like yeah. that on Friday, leave Sunday, shooting Tuesday, are you just buried in the script for four days? Or is that like a, I'll get to it on the plane, bro. Like you just, you literally called me like on the plane. You're just like, let me give this a once through and see what it's like. I would say five years ago before Hallmark, that would have scared me. I'd be like, I, I, I'm not prepared for this. But now I sort of understand how it all works. And I can just kind of get my first week off book. I'll find out who my co-star is and we'll kind of run lines and make sure that we run lines well before the, the first couple of days, or at least have the first two days very well prepared and then kind of be working a day ahead or, you know, behind as you're on set. Um, the, the real chaos happens at home. So I went from like, you know, I'd already shot two movies. I shot a TV series. I was very busy in Vancouver this year. And uh, I kind of was like, I was done for the year. I was ready to be home and do the things. And it kind of, threw a real wrench in the plan to be gone for a month and then uh and then go right to the convention so it it was it was more chaos in that capacity and then yeah once i'm kind of at the airport going like oh wait i started filming soon i gotta get this down. You guys want to send me a PDF of that script? Yeah. Just something like yeah. get chewing on real quick. Oh, oh yeah, the... and, then, and, then, and then they're like, we'll send it to you, but just so you know, there's a full rewrite happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> so don't like memorize it too well. Oh, yeah. Just, no, uh, but get just the be gist. Prepared. Just but yeah. be prepared to be Cuban, and you need to know that <laughs> yeah, up front. <yeah. laughs> What's the quickest that you've uh, had that a movie of yours has been actually turned around from shooting to premiering on television uh well it would be a hallmark one but i, I can't think of which one well, most of them can turn around quite quickly you know like right. I think of... a year is wild the fact that you have a movie in the hopper a year in advance is oh yeah for fall so because usually you're filming it and like right when we're done it's like we're then talking about it you know we can't talk about it i can't share who the co-star is and all those kinds of things they're really it's the first time i've ever you know yeah it's been a year since since that movie's aired for sure usually it's within usually it's within it's within a few months and sometimes it's within a few weeks yeah yeah i think the quickest we've ever heard is palaha's Palahas. i think it was two weeks after yeah 
um, they were done. That yeah, it, they it they finished there. on December like tenth, and it was December twenty third aired or something like that. It was crazy. That is that's crazy. I just sent Palaha and uh, and his co star. They're they're filming at the Biltmore right now. They are. Yeah, some, right. some hoodies. It's an hour. They from sent us. them this morning. Oh, is it? Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're trying to figure out a way to 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 get together, but apparently the Biltmore uh, estate it's like very close, really like more tough. closed than normal. So yeah. we'll we'll see what happens. Right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Long Lost Christmas. Uh, Dan, Dan, do you want to bring up the scene of Long Lost Christmas that left you in stitches involving a Christmas tree on a certain date? Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. There's a scene in Long Lost Christmas where you and Taylor, it's almost like you're stuck in a loop. You're at the Christmas tree lot, and one of you is like, I can't believe you don't have a Christmas tree. And the other one's like, well, that's why we're here. And then the other one's like, it's December 6th. It's it's seven days, so it's December 7th. How do you not have one? And then the other one's like, well, that's why we're here. And I like I, I'm watching it, and I'm like, we've got to we've got to move. Like we can't. Get you're it. like walk. You're like walking, and it felt as if you guys started the conversation, and you're just kind of looping it. And they were supposed to cut it. You and know, they did, well, yeah, like and it, then, it felt like one of these three takes would have been sufficient, but it just kept no, kept no, looping. Can yeah. we can we can we pull it up right now? Do we have that capacity to, to review it? That would be that, gosh, <laughs> that's a, a be better fun. program. Than we us. Get to the, I think that would be fun if you guys actually had moments like that that we could be like, let's watch it, yeah. let's talk about that a little bit. But I do want to go back and look at that because I remember walking into it going because oftentimes you ad lib your way into the scene, right? And then yeah. you ad lib your way out of the scene. Yeah. And yeah. and I remember adding that bit, like, I can't believe it's December seventh and you don't have a Christmas tree. I'm like well, that's why we're here. We're here now to get the truth. So I'm trying, I was, and really, I was like, I'm playing every scene because I knew I, the movie's got a lot of dramatic elements. Yeah. Yes. And I'm yes. like, Taylor, you and I are just like, we just agreed we're in a rom com. Her other story is what it is. Yeah. So let's just, let's just have fun. I'm going to make you laugh. And we're just going to like, you know, that's great. Because the chemistry was there. And so we, we, we tried to just make each other laugh in every scene. Well, it's yeah. December seventh. Uh, we don't have. It, well, that's, the we thing is about December seventh. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish. You know what? Well, once we get uh, wealthy off of this, which we're <laughs> cross, uh, we're gonna have a big board, a big like like a, a, a plasma, as yes. you will. Like we're gonna we'll, go we'll to the big board, the and then we can yeah. have a, a shot that they can see, and we can do that. Because I love that idea. That's a great idea. That's interesting, though, that you ad lib your way in and out of. See, has is anything ever? Yeah, has anything ever made it to to air that? Oh you've yeah, been like, boy, I didn't think that was going to make it most (laughs) honestly because i mean you kind of need you kind of need something in right like if you just start with the dialogue that's there it can be a little stilted um so you sort of are kind of just in the moment before and i would say usually at the end for sure and again especially if it's a comedy because it tends to be like funny little buttons you're adding you know or odd little bits in between but usually only for comedic elements to be honest. Yeah. So Hallmark is starting to lean into the comedy a little bit more. Like I, I have to imagine someone like you that's a really oh, funny yeah. dude, like sees a three wise men and a baby and is like, finally, like we're doing like we're doing oh, yeah. like, Cause the rom-com of Hallmark has always been like rom com, like yes. very light on the calm. Yeah. But like there's certainly no, it's, it's more it's more calm C A L M. Right, right. It's probably like we're just, we're just doing. Like, you got to be getting ex- like your name has to be on the list of people that can actually ham it up a little bit, right? That's got to be exciting. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it works with the lists. All I know is the phone call comes and you go do it. Um, the great thing about what I loved about, you know, the three wise men was just the fact that they wrote that, you know, that, that they kind of came up with that idea. And what I love about the network is it really does foster creativity within. So right. you go there with an idea, you know, Taylor and I are both really good golfers. So we're trying to kind of like develop oh, yeah. a golf one right now, like this stuff where you can kind of go in with some ideas and, and, and oftentimes too, I'll get a call. They're like, Oh, so-and-so is developing this project, but they want you to be in it. And, and that's now really starting to happen. Like a, I love the idea of this old school studio system that Hallmark is, which is every year you kind of get to do a couple movies and you're just with other actors that are your favorites. And, you know, we become friends for the first time, but the fans get to see their favorites kind of like mix and match. Yeah. developing ideas before this has become more of a thing uh yeah but they kind of haven't really gone anywhere i've done some with in hallmark i'm developing a comedy right now with uh which is i'm very excited about it's a tv series and this this could be a much bigger thing uh i can't talk too much about it yet but um Colton just give Dunn, us the whole idea is, and we'll well i can tell you who we're developing it with we're ricky martin's Colton. hysterical so it's gonna yeah, be yeah he's awesome. great so it, it leads it's ricky martin and he's a cubophile <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. he's not cuban anyway so we, yeah we we got a fun show a comedy outside of hallmark that, I, that i'm developing right now but um I'm, I'm i'm really hoping to this year to kind of do some more stuff within hallmark as well yeah that's fun yeah, I want a golf. Yeah. In, I want a golf invite next time. Next time we're in the same town, let's go play golf because I love golf. Like, how I'm, often? Do you yeah, in the same time. We're in the same town all the time. Yeah. Quite yeah. often. Yeah, I usually Ayers, find we're in the same. Ayers town. never invites me. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm just cr- trying to crack the the invite list there. <laughs> I've got a little GPS in his wallet. So the thing that's what I loved about because uh, I knew Taylor golf and when we got along last Christmas, um, it shot in the small town called Harrison Hot Springs in in BC. And they're known for their, so that's become like a, a little joke between the two of us. Every time I see her, she'll get me a gift. Like I've got a hat with a Sasquatch on it or a shirt with Sasquatch. I bought her a little Sasquatch. So they've got statues of Sasquatch everywhere. And there's a mountain called Sasquatch Mountain in this in this, in this this town. So it's kind of this like fun little, uh, maybe there was one spotted 50 years ago, or I think it's more because the mountain got called that. And it's a spiritual thing that has to do also with the uh, the indigenous culture there. But while in the morning, some I saw it twice. You're waiting for your Starbucks coffee, and there were three guys in full army regalia, <laughs> with like lasers and things. And, and I'm like, <laughs> "No, gentlemen, what's going on? Where are you going?" And they're like, "We're heading out to find Sasquatch." I'm like, "Man, what? just getting your latte and off you're going. Like this is crazy that you're." And you know there were. People do believe, and they'll come from all over the world and, and go out there, look for them. So anyway, we shot, we were there for three weeks, and we were at this resort, Natural Hot Springs, and uh, her husband Cameron was there, and he and I golfed every day that I was shooting. It was wonderful. And wow. On the weekends, we would all go play golf. So yeah, it was um, it was a cool experience. That's, getting a, that's to, working right there, man. It was great work. We rented boats on the weekends, like oftentimes we're all in the city and we kind of on the weekends kind of have different lives, but this was cast and crew were all together for three weeks. It was a much different experience I've had than uh, I'm shooting on, you know, any of the Hallmark movies. Did they find Sasquatch? Do you know, did you know, you get an update the, on that? They actually did. It was actually kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I saw Sasquatch the next oh, day. That's really cool. coffee. Yeah. 
Yeah. Was, uh, he was just walking in. Just didn't make the news. Didn't no. quite. It was I, a uh, in a, a in a past news. life, I had a podcast where I interviewed people that were into paranormal stuff, and I interviewed a guy who um, believed that he was the one person that could communicate with Bigfoot. <laughs> and his whole thing was Bigfoot wants us to be a peaceful people, yeah. wants us to yeah, lay yeah, down yeah. our guns, etc. So that's his whole thing. Right. Like I'm gonna let, and I'm like, that's awesome. So. Don't you think this is my question? And I wasn't trying to be a, a, a doink about this, but I was like, don't you think it would be more effective for Bigfoot to come out of hiding and just say that himself? Like, yeah. don't you think that that would maybe like, and he got very upset about that. He was like, <laughs> no, I'm the chosen person from Bigfoot. How dare you think that? And so, and that podcast didn't last long. Believe it. Didn't last, <laughs> yeah. last long. But everybody, lay down your guns. Bigfoot, yeah. <laughs> per Bigfoot's yeah. request. Thank God, it. That, that's the one guy. Thank God that's the one guy. Yeah. Imagine if it was like, take up your arms guy. Like, oh, I know. Be, like, come on. Like, at least he's a peaceful could be worse. Uh, liaison of Bigfoot. I've always said that. I've always said that. Uh, let's talk about um, Hallmark University. We're yeah, wearing, we're wearing our swag. If you're oh, watching Ayers it, has got him a slick shirt on there, and I want to like, man, that is. Those are oh, those, is, those deck the Hallmarks you can just get at the. Uh, the that's right. For the shows, people that are right. wearing, uh, for the people that are watching on Philo TV, Philo.tv slash DTH, you are getting a show right now. Yeah, you swag. Are. It is uh, right. looking great. That's looking right. great. Um, w tell me about this. How it got started originally and what it has kind of snowballed into um, over the last few weeks. So I, my wife went to went to Queens University, got her MBA there, and uh, it's it's an Ivy League university in in Kingston, Ontario. And she was wearing her hoodie the other day, and it just had the crest on it, or a couple months ago. And I just remember thinking, like, oh, it's this cool crest. And then I was in Vancouver, and I was up for dinner with some friends, and one of my friends went to Harvard, and she had her Harvard on and I was like it almost looks like Hallmark kind of from the side yeah. hall and I was like that's actually a really smart idea and then I started thinking I wonder if I could turn the crest into some kind of something that celebrates the rom-com world that we all kind of existed because in a way we've all gone to this university and then I was like well how would I even get that made and the cast driver of Long Lost Christmas no, sorry, not long lost. The cast driver of the movie I just did, the fall, fall Harvest one, I get to talking to him and he goes, yeah, when I'm not doing this, I'm a graphic designer. Oh, wow. And I was like, get out of town. I say, so I have this idea. Can I send it to you? And he goes, yeah, we went back and forth. You know, uh, uh, Harvard says very toss. And I was like, well, what can I put in the middle of mine? So originally it was Christmas. And I was like, that eh, doesn't quite work. And then I was playing around with logos. And then I was like, oh. We'll encapsulate it all with a snowflake, a heart, and the leaves, which is the falling of the, the changing of the seasons. But it's a maple leaf, right? Which it is also like because Canada. we it looks like Canada, yeah. Well, because it because it shoots in Canada, right. so I was like, it shoots in Canada. The number twos are always men, so it's like this little inside joke. And then the joke even goes further. The crest itself, part of it is 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 pulling from um, uh, the Sutton Place Hotel, which is where most of the actors stay when they're when they're shooting the Hallmark movies. So it's got all these like fun inside jokes. And all I did it for originally was uh, to make some buttons for on set and to give a couple hoodies to some of the the cast that I knew were some of my leading ladies that were in Vancouver at the time. And then I was like, oh, it would actually be a smart idea to bring them to the uh, the convention. So I printed like six hundred of them and brought them to the convention, and they. You know, it was like a fun little collectible item and everybody wanted one. 
And then because I was wearing my hoodie and I gave one to Taylor, everybody said, well, how do I get a hoodie? And I was like, oh, I, well, I don't know. So like <laughs> the original ones I made were from this, this shop in Vancouver. You know, the hoodie itself is 160 bucks. And then to get a, the, print, the print on it was another 30. So like these are over $200 hoodies. And I was like, well, I don't know how to mass produce out of Vancouver and ship these all over. So I then went online and tried to figure out how I can kind of get hoodies and t-shirts into people's hands so that they can, you know, they can also support um, and, and, and get involved with this. And then I was like, well, what I want to do also is donate all the money to a really good cause. And my neighbor here is a social worker. She works with a bunch of different women's shelters in Toronto. So once I started to get all these kind of ideas kind of percolating and kind of in, in line, I decided uh, to open it all because I kind of finally got it all done on December 31st. So it's been a week and two days. And I believe I've raised $3,000. Wow. That's and fantastic. I honestly, I was like, if I can raise a thousand bucks or $800. So, and it's, it just blew up. And now, you know, now we're working on, I've got three other designs for future ones. I've got a, a Valentine's ones coming out. So oh, cool. I'll continue to do adjustments on it. And, uh, I, you know, I want to do some for specific movies and stuff like that. And, um, I did one for you guys that I'm going to send you. So, um, uh, it's been, it's, it's been a lot of fun creatively and, and it feels nice to be able to, to donate these proceeds to, to a really good cause and, uh, you know, like, like I say, online, it's just been, it blew up way bigger than I thought. Uh, but I also, I think deep down knew that it was going to catch on because people uh, were really into it right away. It's a great yeah. design, man. It's, it's a, a good idea design. and it's a great cause. Like, come on, you're just nailing it. How much? So this is, a, I think it was a, a $40 hoodie. Is that right? Which is not bad, not bad. for a quality hoodie. Well, how much yeah, of that I, goes to, goes to the, uh, the cause? So what yeah, I'm, what's the what's the profit margin there? <laughs> You're asking so, for well, spreadsheets. <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you right now. So, because I got to cover my costs of doing right. the whole thing. Yeah. So the way it works right now, because I've never done drop shipping, which is essentially what it is. I get charged on my credit card every time somebody buys something. I get charged. Right. And then which is great. And then it takes <laughs> and then it takes a while to process because it's got to go through PayPal, which I've never used before. It's got to go through Shopify, which I've never set up before. And then eventually these companies end up paying me, which I, I haven't even been paid yet. So uh, I got to go through and kind of tally that up, pay my credit card off. And then the proceeds that are left are all going to, to this cause. So I'm not taking any money from it. I'm just kind of at this point, just running it as a, as a, as a kind of a, a fun charity and, and just wanted to support the cause and, and all, and ultimately support people's desire to get to continue to support what we do, which I think, you know, it, it just feels really, feels really nice. But also I do think that there's like a camaraderie. I mean, if you go to these conventions, like it's, you know, it's very different than a sports team. Like when you just, you know, rep a Yankees hat or whatever, like that's this global entity. Whereas Hallmark does have this like more community feel to it. And so having something that represents you're a part of this very specific community Makes sense, and quite frankly, I can't believe it hasn't really been done before. So, kudos to you, man, for having the idea and doing something good with it because it's a it's a great idea, and it it represents a lot of the culture that's kind of being built at Hallmark really, really well. Yeah, no, I, and, and I think I I don't think I really appreciated the community until I went to that convention. Yeah. 
It's hard to describe what that yeah. was like. I'm still kind of coming down off immensely. Uh, Taylor and I, I remember that morning, we were like, we're going to do this together. We kind of had our, you know, movies next to one another. Right. I was sandwiched between her and Danica, which was awesome. But my last two Christmas movies with my two leading ladies. And, and I remember that morning, we were a little late. Neither of us had done this convention before. So there was no, we didn't have a moment to kind of look out and see kind of how many people were out there. We got there late. They were like, we're ready for you to get to your booth. We dropped off our bags. We walked right out there. When that door opened, it was very overwhelming, the amount of people. And, you know, I talked to Tyler later about it because the first day I felt like I was Jack Black. I was just like, hey, Dad. I was so on because I didn't know how to just relax into it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make sure everybody got uh, the, the time and the questions that they wanted to ask and a big hug. And um, it was exhausting in like the most beautiful yeah. way. And I, I just, you know, it was like, what this, it was like 15,000 people, you know, and, it, it, and again, that was really what sparked it too. I was like, this is an incredible, heartfelt, warm community that are coming to celebrate these movies and what we do. And also to get to go over and hang out with you guys and see, I'm like, and it's this really cool Christmas market where you can go buy gifts and prep for the year. And, you know, and every time I walked by your guys' booth, there was a huge party going on there. Like, I, I just loved, yeah, I just loved everything about it. I, I don't think... Uh, and a few people may have tried to explain it, but until you've experienced it, really hard. It's very, really hard very, very, very special. Very special. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, it's wild. It's. Uh, I, 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 it's the only thing I can say. It's just like so many people that like su like it's such a niche thing. Yes. Like it's not like you know you go to a, a, a comic con and there's people from all sorts of different so types of projects like marvel and right like all these different things this is like very specific and very like it's fun to kind of be in on it together yeah. which yeah. is which is it's a, like you're really speaking cool. a separate language yeah entirely. yeah totally which is great um so do you have um i i this is fun i i i think we could maybe start start an actual school are you going to become a professor are you going to teach a, a class on uh, Hallmark 101. What are we going? What are we doing? Uh, I mean, that's that's. I think really all you got to do is watch the movies, and, and you're going to get all the knowledge. <laughs> but I mean, let's be honest. Maybe we can start something up. I was actually just thinking as you said that. I think you're about to say, do you have more? But like, so I did a huge draw with my my youngest daughter the other day. I was like, okay, I want to give away some stuff because so everybody who buys an item gets their name put into. I've got this ongoing bowl of names now. And every once in a while, I'll pull out some names and, and give away some stuff. So should we give away a couple of hoodies right now? I love that oh idea. My gosh. I love you guys that want, idea. Let's do that right now. I'm wow. going to grab the ball. Look at this guy. It's happening I in got real the time. Let's got do the a real-time draw. I got, the, I got the names of the previous winners, but I got – we put in a big fancy bowl. Wow, that was amazing. You went out one jump. side and you came yeah, back like the other. That came in so the other. Wow. Oh, wow. Look at all that. December 7th already. So, yeah, every time – Every time somebody orders, I got to write down their name. I stick it in here. So let's do it. You tell me when to stop. This is becoming a full-time job. Stop. There you go. Okay, first of all, yes, it has become a full-time job. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It really so you're, has. You're, uh, you're, retired, you're a retired actor, That's and right. now you're, you work you're for Hallmark working University. for charity. All right, who is, is it? And the winner is. It's going to be great. That's good. <laughs> Heather McClatchy. 
Heather McClatchy. Oh, so we know Heather McClatchy. Heather, Heather and I were just talking, and I, I, I will, by the way, uh, uh, cut this, give it to you so that you can post it because there is a chance. I know this is wild. There is a chance Heather does not listen to our podcast. Get out of town. Uh, but I, uh, Heather, I've been rooting for Heather, and so I'm happy that Heather finally, uh, finally won. That's really exciting. That is good. For her. Do we know? Do we actually know Heather? No, we don't know Heather. Okay, but Heather. Good, good, I think good Heather, Heather might be a new fan. Come yeah. on over, Heather. Come on over, Heather. Heather might. I mean, I'm thinking the amount. Like I said, the amount of people. I'm going to do a little walk away. What happened just now? Why He's, did he leave again? Well, it's just fun. It's fun at this point. It's December seventh. Now it's just better to come here. and go because because I also forgot that I got a little book I got to share with you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so my next one here is whoops, dropping them all over the place. Wait for it. This is a big one. Oh, you guys know her and you love her. Jacqueline Lamond. Oh. Jacqueline Lamond. Come on. Did you down. know that Jacqueline Lamond, she just won herself another hoodie or. Ja- Jacqueline, Jacqueline, actually, we were talking just the other day and she said that this would be a dream come true for her. So. Wow. I Jacqueline. Got, we're making dreams come true right here. Well, cause she, she contacts you guys quite a bit. All the okay. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Jacqueline the time. Last one. Last, last one. one. Where you got? Here we go. Right there. Yeah. That's the one. That's, that's the, the one, one right there. Okay. All right. That's the one right there. So we... No. No. Did we just win a hoodie? People are going to say that that is fake. What Brandon happened? Gray just won. <laughs> and you know why? The reason yes. he won is because he's got like four items. That is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make it well, up. Well, you can, you can decide if you want a water bottle, another hoodie, a t shirt, whatever. Oh, wow. I'm getting Get and, your and boy the, a green hoodie. And I can, and, and this is for the, the $200 hoodie, right? Is that, is that my understanding? <laughs> this is for the $1,000 hoodie. Whoa. Made, uh, dipped in gold. Send us an XL green hoodie. I want one of those. Yeah. It's, you're, I'm just saying, I. I am not somebody who looks at myself on a regular basis and goes, man, God, God did it good this time. But when I'm wearing this hoodie, I'm like, like I feel like a million bucks. I feel. I'm saying you look like a big, I kind of want to come cuddle you. You look cozy, cuddly over there. I mean, oh my gosh. Look at that. You don't have to do that. You got giant headphones Yeah, I have giant headphones (laughs) I I regret it. I regret it. It, we couldn't we, have, we, we couldn't have planned that better did you say something about a book did you say something about a book so 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 over the course of the christmas holidays there are this we always get into a couple books we'll continue to read over and over again and um this year was uh of course how the grinch stole christmas oh, oh man. this is it's a, it's a it's a it's a huge one in the house i don't know if you guys know this uh, i'm a distant relative of, of boris karloff who, who who voiced uh really how distant what yes. are we talking here uh so my great grandmother uh and he were cousins wow wow yeah rose pratt was my great grandmother uh her cousin was william pratt william pratt was an actor who changed his name to boris karloff and who, why wouldn't you, you know? Man. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, William Pratt works. But, he was you know, in like all right. the, Carlo was in like all the Frankenstein stuff, like Bride of Frank, all Correct. that stuff. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's big time, man. That's big time. So, yeah. so there's that book that I read. And then uh, it was a new one this year. And it was one that, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes you'll get a Christmas book 
and you'll go, okay, and you, you don't get a chance to read it before. So you experience it for the first time as you're reading it with your kids. Right. And every once in a while, as you're reading it, you'll go, darn it, this is genius. Why didn't I think of this? And this year it was, when is it going to be Christmas I mean, again? come on. Wow. And I don't know if you know this book. This is uh, <laughs> written by Brandon Gray and Daniel Thompson. It's not Wait, is that the guy who just won a hoodie? Winner. It's the hoodie winner. <laughs> it's the hoodie guy. gifted an extra large one to his buddy sitting next to him. That's right. Um, no, but guys, this, this, this was a huge hit this year. Great. It's very smart. I love that you did all the holidays. Um, because it then becomes a book that you read at all the holidays throughout the year. So it was very smart. And, um, and my youngest loved reading it and she kind of has it memorized now. So well, it was, it really, it really was a big hit. Thank you so much, man. Those are my, those are my kids. The illustration or, or uh, the inspiration for those are my kids. And so I got to read it to them for the first time. And that was like just pure magic. So I'm, I'm thankful that you enjoyed it, man. That's fantastic. We, we, uh, we really proud of how it turned out, but thanks so much. dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, good. Cool. Cause I know that feeling it's, it's interesting when you never think about kids books when you don't have kids. That's and then right. once That's you right. have it and you start yeah. reading them, you're like, Ooh, you start thinking of all these ideas for kids books. And I remember when like, the book with no pictures came out. Have you guys read yeah. that? The BJ. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Genius. I was so, so annoyed at how brilliant it was. Yeah. And, yeah. and, it, and even I remember my eldest at the time, she would have been like, whatever, five or whatever. And when I started reading it to her, I was like, this is a book with no pictures. She goes, I don't want to read it. <laughs> I know what you think of a book with, and I started reading. She said, no, no. And I was like, you have to say every word that it has to say. And she's like, go right. on and then it's just getting silly and she's laughing and i was like real time it. watching her and i was so annoyed and how smart it was that and i didn't come up with it and what's annoying is i don't even think bj has kids that's the annoying yeah. part he's smart right he's smart he's a smart person yeah brilliant the worst do we want to do a little rapid fire i would love to do a rapid fire well each get to ask you three questions which is different than what we've been doing because they're faster they're faster <laughs> And and more random. There's no there's no point. To okay, uh, Dan, would you like to kick us off? Yeah, I either want to know your handicap as a golfer or your best round ever. Eighteen. Okay. Ooh. So uh, I used to be under ten, and now I'm back up to about a sixteen, seventeen. And my best round, uh, I hate to say it, was rather inebriated on a huge golf trip with some guys uh, down. <laughs> Ain't that how it works, man? It, it just, I don't understand what happened. I shot a 76, and it was absolutely glorious. And it was, uh, it was a match play against one of my good buddies. We are uh, ferociously, uh, we're great friends, but very competitive when it comes to golf. I love it. And it was like shot for shot for shot for shot. It was just unbe- it was unbelievable. It was, That's uh, that sweet uh, spot, though, of having just enough to yeah. loosen you up. I don't know what not, it was. Not too yeah. many to forget the day. Correct. So. Correct, correct. That's so, that sweet yeah. spot. That's good, good, spot. good question. Uh, what's your um, what's your go to um, adult bevy? Um, you know, I was a I was a big IPA guy for a while, and I'll still enjoy them, especially when I'm in Vancouver. I find, but uh, a nice red wine. I'm kind of into just having a nice red wine, you know, while, while I cook dinner. I, I like my wine at night, and also. If it's uh, no wine and I've kind of done dinner, then I'll I'll, I'll kind of end my evening with a with a, a, a small little glass of tequila. Okay, okay. Nice like a nice reposado. Like a like a reposado. Okay, I got. I like you. a nice reposado. And yeho is a little too sweet for me. I like a nice reposado. Yeah. Just a little, <laughs> a little something. That's right. You know, a little like, yeah. between a little. Reposado. You know, it's like this. It's like this. 
Diggy, 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 diggy. About that much. Diggy, yeah, diggy, oh, wow. Diggy, okay, diggy. yeah. Okay, so that's, yeah, yeah. that's probably a couple ounces. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know the difference between Reposado and Anejo? Of course I do. You're One big, is... Yeah. I don't, I don't need to explain. I don't need to explain. Blanco, Reposado, Aneo. I don't want to be accused yeah. of, you know, like mansplaining or anything like that. <laughs> like, you all know, I know. Let's just all agree that we all know. Since you, you said while you're cooking, what's the go-to dish? Like, if you're trying, like, you've never met your wife. Now you're going on your first date with your wife and you're cooking for her. First time you're cooking for her. What's the dish that's, that, that is the go-to? So a go-to dish in that situation, I do these really good Buddha bowls. So it's got some, I will bake, I will dice up a bunch of sweet potatoes. Okay. Get okay. them nice and caramelized, toss yeah. them in oil, get them nice and caramelized. And at the end, I'll throw in some crispy kale. So I'll throw in some kale and get mm -hmm. it crispy. Mm -hmm. Then there's nothing better than baked red onions and a little bit of, uh, and I'll do a tofu as well. And then I do a tahini and honey dressing that you pour over top of it. And it's it's to die for. It's wow. very healthy, and sometimes some chickpeas. That's like a very healthy kind of meal I would make. Um, but my go-to are kind of boring, you know. It's it's again with the um, I, I, I bake a lot of veggies and do a protein. That's kind of our our meals at night. Are you vegetarian? Are you just are you vegetarian across? No, the world? my my eldest is. She okay. came home from school in March and was like, "It's disgusting. Why are we eating animals?" I was like. We just do. And that's just kind of how it goes. She goes, well, I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. I was like, that's fine. I said, we're about how to. How old is she? She's 10. She's I love it. Yeah. I love it. And she, and she has not had one, nothing. But she tells me now, she's like, I'm probably not going to be a vegetarian forever. I bet I'll do it in high school. But I can't do it now because all the friends. But high school, you kind of get whole new friends. And you get to kind of reinvent yeah. yourself. And I feel like that's when I'll reinvent. Like, I'll just introduce some things. Anyway, I think that's what I'll do. She's going to have a bite you of got burger, it. a chicken tender, and she's <laughs> going to be like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, awesome. she knows because over Christmas I made bacon, and she's like, it just smells so good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. At least she's not walking around, like, looking at you and being like, you disgust me. How dare you yeah. eat me? Yeah, yeah, at least she's, like, still, like, a lid. yeah, at least it smells good. Um, what's the, the last movie you watched that you were like, boy, I love this movie? Oh man, the one I, I go back to and I'll watch it every single time I'm on the plane is Jaws. It is shot for shot a perfect movie. Wow. I don't know. When's the last time you guys watched it? Um I it's been have a couple a, years. I have a theatrical poster framed of Jaws in my living room. Um I'm a okay. huge like Jaws is like a masterpiece. Like it's I've got that Casablanca and Maltese Falcon up in, in my <laughs> okay. living room. So like big Jaws guy over here. You're not gonna not gonna so over, I need to tell you, yeah. Uh, oversell so, Jaws. It's phenomenal. Yeah, really, really so good. He, he, so, love Jaws. And the movie we watched the other night, I watched the kids, and we had a riot, was the, was Rush Hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we laughed. It was great. <laughs> and it's like, it's got some major inappropriate stuff, but it, we had a good time. And then my wife and I just finished, I don't know if you guys, do you guys watch White Lotus? Oh, dude. Dude, man, Mike White is just a genius. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, second then, season was just glorious. And Jennifer Coolidge is a national treasure. She's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't. I, I was disappointed. I could be ending. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to ruin anything, but stung. That, I, I, that stung. It stung, yeah. and I only have one. There better be a twin sister that comes back, right? That's know right. Back. That's right. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, my last question. Uh, 
So you get uh, invited by uh, one of these big directors to do the next Mission Impossible movie with Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. But the only way you can do it is, is you've got to do your own stunts. So you see Cruz out there, and he's skydiving, and he's he's riding off motor, he's riding his motorcycles, and he's F eighteen, and and Tommy Boy is like, hey, you're gonna have to learn, like pick one, you're gonna have to learn how to skydive, like you have to learn it, and then we're gonna rep it for thirty straight days, but you're gonna get it's Tom Cruise, Ben Ayers in in Mission Impossible Nine, Day of Reckoning, but it, but but you've got to do your own stunts. What what's the what's the play? Are you doing it? I would much. I would love that mine is skydiving. All I have to do is jump and then just figure out how to look cool once I'm in the air. I don't even want to have to run as fast as I can towards the camera. He is just like, yeah. I'm too, my limbs are too long. It doesn't look good. You need to be short and just little Compact. things to move yeah. that. But combat. When you're the, the the longer you get, the harder it is. I'm like a long man. That's what everybody right. kept coming up with. Like you're so tall. So, yeah. um, and I thought about that the other day, having to do stunts like he does, like good on him. But he is, he's jumping from, like, that's what building. I'm thinking well, about. He jumping doesn't have from to. Building to building. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't, but he's doing it. And it does make it more, like, like the does. new Top Gun was amazing. amazing. And yeah. I don't know what you guys think of the original Top Gun, but I hadn't watched it in a long time. And mm. I went back to watch it in order to prepare for the new one. What did you think? And I couldn't finish it. It, it doesn't hold up at all. No. So at we have a all. we have another project, Ben, called Take It to the Tape, which is like Mystery Science 3000. It's audio commentary tracks you can listen along yeah. while you watch a movie. And the first one we did was Top yeah. Gun because we had never seen Top Gun. We had Top never Gun. seen Top Gun. the new Top, Top Gun. Gun was coming out, and we were like, let's do it for the first, first like, let's experiment with this. And it was a blast. It's a fun movie to, to, to make poke fun, fun of, of, but it's but not a good of. movie. Yeah. But the new one is like, I was like, what's all the hype you know, about you know, this? No, I know, and you know what happens so many times when we go for a walk in the house? This is, this it. is <laughs> all of the dramatic scenes in that movie. Near the blind. Yeah. <laughs> looking out. I'm like, why are we always through the blinds? But you're, long, long, you got to douse yourself. Just, you got to douse yourself uh, with sweat. So it's, much you sweat. Be beads of sweat. So, everywhere. well, well, and of course, you know, Val Kilmer's amazing in the small thing he does. Yeah, so I ended up the first time, I think I got through 40 minutes of it. I turned it off. And then I was like, what happened to Val? And I had to go back. I had to go watch that documentary <laughs> on him. And I was like, God, like that. I don't know if you guys have watched his documentary. Not, it's, no. uh, oh, ooh, it's, it's, dude, it's tough. It's that? tough. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's also beautiful to watch, but it, it's tough to watch. Um, and that's why it, it's even more impactful when you when you see the new Top Gun and his scene in it was you know, choked the, me up more than it would have if I didn't movie. know his story. It's the 100%. best scene in the movie. Yeah. So but what I thought in. was the but but the, but the original Top Gun, I'm just like get in the jet and shut up, <laughs> you know. And the new one now is why I love it so much because yeah. they're in it and they're actually oh. in it. They're actually flying it. And there's so, actual yeah. stakes. It's not like, hey, we got to go do this we thing do this against for Top Gun. For Top Gun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, we're not doing it. That's right. We're doing it for the Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, so and then the relationship also takes me with that. I'm in 100% in if I'm just jumping out of planes. Okay. So, yeah, if that's the Don't stunt. make me jump from building to building. I got yeah. you. Yeah, you might crack a rib like a, like Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, that's right. He broke uh, his ankle. I thought it was a, a no. He a, literally breaks his ankle and then limps off and calls cut and shuts the production down. Have you heard that, Ayers? Yeah, he, yes, I did. He yeah. broke the ankle and like he's producing the movie. It's all his money, so he calls cut. And he's like, shut it down, shut it down, and everybody goes home for three months. <laughs> it's crazy. 
mean, Hear me out. Don't do your own stunts. But I also love that he does his own stunts. Yeah. Oh, stunts. That's why I go. I go to yeah. every Mission Impossible Nobody. movie knowing I'm about to see someone actually do the craziest stuff in the world. That's why I go. Yeah. And he's doing yeah, those well, videos now on social media, too. Well, be, which one? Oh, yeah. The fake like one. where he's like, hey, thanks for going to the movies. I'm going to skydive oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, what's nice is, and, and then as a director, like you don't have to cut away and do the uh, lame, you know, moment where it's not the person and you can tell right. from the side or whatever. Like you get to really stay on them. And it, it is, it's exhilarating, and well, especially with the filmmaking about it. You need to see the nine minute thing of the new one that he's going to do. He's done the biggest stunt in the history of the world or whatever for the new one. And they have a nine minute video on it. But I learned this and it makes perfect sense because it is his money. No one else will pay the liability insurance <laughs> on it. Like he has to write the liability check for himself to do it. Um, they start every Mission Impossible movie with the hardest stunt. So day one oh, of filming right. is the hardest stunt because if something goes wrong, they've not wasted, literally, if Tom Cruise dies, they've not wasted three months that's, filming the movie. How thinking. crazy is that? Okay, well, so so we're just on bad scene two, when they have to crush <laughs> me in the car, it's very similar. They, of course, shot that at the very end. So that if yeah. they killed me, they at least got all the stuff they need. That's right. right? Yeah, that's right. So usually they film the dangerous <laughs> stuff. <again. laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why Ricky left. He felt offended. That's by exactly that. right. That's, what yeah, that's, that's exactly right. right. Um, well, that brings me, this, uh, this uh, made it. me think about this, which is, do you have any near-death experiences? Uh well, yes, I was I was in a slight concussion coma when I was when I when I was younger, actually, in a bad fight. Um, <gasps> a bad fight. That bad left fight. me. Yes. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. I, I mean, anyway, it was such a, yeah. So that so that that affected me for a while afterwards, and it was and it was right before I went to I was like nineteen, and I was taking off to Thailand. I was like, I'm just getting out of this small town, small town, British Columbia, Kamloops, and I wanted to go travel, and then got this this, this uh, unfortunate incident, and uh, I woke up in a hospital, and I would like put my head down like this and get these shivers all throughout my body that happened for quite some time. And my mom was like, you, all these stitches in the back of my head are not going away to Southeast Asia by yourself. I'm like, I have the ticket. I feel fine. And I went away. You, you uh, did it. <laughs> I did. Ben, I, it was I got... a little bit, but, but something happened in that, in that, in that whole incident that sort of changed my entire path. My commitment to continue down leaving, and also in some ways, it actually led me to become an actor, because um, it was it was once I went away, and once I realized uh, how easily it can all end, uh, there weren't a lot of examples and role models for me in Kamloops to do what I'm doing. Right. But it sort of opened up my eyes to like you kind of only get one kick at this can, and I gotta, what is it that I really love to do? Um, and what do I want to try to do with my life? And, uh, you know, it's like, I'm going to, at some point it, it kind of led me to be like, I want to be an actor, man. I, I gotta be honest. Uh, I feel like you, you're a good dude and I feel like we're friends and the friend in me just like wants to end it. And then the guy that hosts this show in me wants to be like, I want to blow by blow play by play of that fight. Started it. What, what, what was the beef about? Like, I, like there's so, but that was the last question. Rapid fire. There's that, was nothing a I could do. that was the last rules question. Rules. We'll man, end it there. I'll tell, I'll tell you guys, uh, off I'll the get you some reposado tequila and we'll have that conversation. Oh my gosh. Man, man, what a way to end it. But we end, we're ending yeah, it. That's exactly right. Rules are rules. Tell people how they rules can get the rules. swag, support the good cause, oh, yeah. and all well, that I good stuff. That. 
It is uh, romanceuniversity.com and uh, you know, link in my bio, go to the link in my bio, my, my uh, Instagram. And uh, uh, I'm sending you, what, what do I got? An extra large for XL you? XL green hoodie. Yeah, man. Green hoodie. All yeah. right. Did Aaron get one? I heard there's a new, you Aaron guys got, got Aaron one. Now. Aaron got okay, a good. shirt. Brian got a shirt. We are, we are supporting at as much as we can support Great. it. We, we're going to continue to do so. Awesome. Boom. Perfect. Thank you, brother. Thanks, dude. You're the best. No, I appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody uh, jumping on board and, 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 and really supporting this because it's been uh, it's, it's been really cool to to get to to, to see the, you know, the positivity. Is there a, is there an end date for like this current campaign or, or is that yet? To well, be I, I kind of don't know, you know, like I've actually, so there's, there's, I believe I'm sending, there's a, all the network execs at Hallmark, like, how do I get one? So I, I'm sending like 40 over there this week. That's great. Uh, and then um, uh, I'm, I'm working with a designer now uh, today, actually working on our, our Valentine one. So uh, there's going to be, like I say, it. I'm going to be making, making new variations of it. Uh, and then uh, there've also been just incredible ideas that have been coming in. So, Great. yeah. Fantastic. All Thanks, right, man. brother. Thank you so much. All right, guys, thank uh, you so we'll, much. We'll be back next time with another one until then. May we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bravel Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.